Do you want more time? Do you want more money? Do you want more success? Do you want to really start turning your business into a legacy that you could look back on one day and say, wow, that was pretty cool? Well, tune in for the next 10 minutes to Irene Gutman and Tom Ose's podcast, Work Smarter, Not Harder. Here's our hosts now. Hey, Tom. Wow, this seems like deja vu. I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah, audience, we had a little tech issue, so we're starting over. So that's what, that's what Tom's referring to. <laughs> Anchor the podcasting system that we use, which is all sorts of fantastic. You could literally start a podcast in just a few moments, and then you could load it to Apple, to Spotify, Google Podcasts, directly from your phone. Um, sometimes it does have these glitches here and there, but overall, the value of it is immeasurable. But um, so today's topic, we are talking about being able to work with driven as well as entrepreneurial, because that is a good combination. Irene, great topic for today. Yeah, I get really excited about it because I've worked with clients who just want to make money. And I've worked with clients who are purpose driven entrepreneurs. And they're so much more fun to work with. There's mm-hmm. a certain energy that comes from purpose. Now, I also help people find their purpose. And I'm one of the, I'm not bragging. I seriously am one of the only people who knows how to do this. I have a great process that I've got certified, uh, licensed in. And it's so beautiful. I, I fill up with tears um, when I do it. But anyway, Me too. that's for people who don't know what their purpose is and really wants um, words for it. Um, and it's powerful to see how beautiful you are on the inside, your true self. Put that aside for now. Purpose-driven entrepreneurs know what their purpose is. But they also want to make money in their business. And they don't. it doesn't always go naturally hand in hand. So when, we, um, when I work with a purpose-driven entrepreneur, we go through the same steps that we do for people um, in terms of growing their income. Very practical. Your purpose can be very deep. Your business building is very practical. Increasing their revenue. But what I do sometimes to differentiate them from their peers is I do a mini purpose exercise with them and I write their marketing from that place because usually their work has a real impact on somebody else. Yes, agreed. Now let's take two accountants, okay? We talked about this last time, so I think it would be a great example for this time. One accountant cares about money, wants to help people make money, loves the numbers, loves the spreadsheets. It's mentally stimulating. That's their juice, right? Yeah. Another accountant that I'm working with really wants to educate her clients and really wants them to understand their money and get over their fear of the numbers. A lot of entrepreneurs are afraid to look at their numbers because they don't really understand them. And end up losing money, kind of little waste is here and there. They miss it. There's money opportunities hidden and they're just losing. They're losing money and they're not taking advantage of opportunities because they're afraid to look at their numbers because let's face it, they weren't trained in this. They don't feel confident in it. And that I would say that's more than 50 percent of all entrepreneurs. There's no shame in that. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, so she has another purpose by help. She's an amazing teacher. And she helps people save money. And anyway, we have to get her on our podcast soon because she's great. But you can see the two different things. Some people do their purpose in their personal life. They like them. Maybe they'll do some really interesting volunteer work. And I know that's true of you, Tom. And they'll do a job that is. Oh, um, thank you. 
a little less, it may not seem purpose driven, but also has usually has some element of it too. Um, so I guess what I want to talk about is helping people. Who, sometimes when people are very purpose driven, they're too good at cutting breaks to everybody who wants to pay, who doesn't want to pay them. Okay. And well, that and depends. It, and I hear what you're saying, but it also depends on if they have a good feel for the other side of the coin, which is the, the numbers part. So that's right. an important piece too. But I hear what you're saying. A lot of, a lot of the entrepreneurs just like dive in, and I did that early on. So I hear you on that. I, you know, I have cut breaks to almost anybody who says, eh, eh, eh. but um, I'm, I've learned to offer different levels of service to people so that I can serve people for free. I can serve people for a low price. And if I'm charging them a real price, I'm giving them a double their money back guarantee. So mm-hmm. I know they're going to, I know that they, they know that the investment is going to be really good. Um, when you come, if you're very purpose driven, there's a way to do your at your marketing that sounds really appealing to your ideal client. So mm-hmm. I do a little purpose exercise with them. It takes about twenty minutes or so, and then we write about the impact that really jazzes them the most, and we write it in such a way that the person reading it can feel the impact, almost feel it viscerally, like emotionally almost physically okay oh i i can relate to that because i do feel it emotionally as dry and cold as i sometimes sound on this podcast and in front of people probably to my my uh friends and stuff but i you know i feel it i definitely feel it never sound dry and cold we don't always know what you're referencing but i wouldn't say dry and cold (laughs) oh so basically you're saying i'm passionate but clueless thanks no, no, you're passionate, but we're clueless sometimes when you go on oh, tangents. So. <laughs> it's a combination of both, I guess. You like to keep us guessing. You enjoy, you enjoy it. So. And Planning on the future, like when I'm gone, then everybody else would be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, really. Like mm-hmm. you need an inter- interpreter sometimes. So if you're a purpose-driven entrepreneur, it doesn't mean you can't make money. It just means that you need to focus on very concrete things in a very practical way, using the right strategies. Okay, your energy is beautiful um, and use it, use your purpose in your marketing because the impact you love making on people, uh, your prospects will love receiving. So write your marketing in such a way that they feel that. Um, for example, my um, client who's really, who's the accountant who has you know, loves to educate people about their money, help them get over their fear of money, help them go to their fear of looking at their numbers if they're entrepreneurs. She's a really great teacher. So if she writes from that place, and I'm helping her do that, she, um, her clients be like, oh, 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 good. Okay, it's, it's, I don't have to be embarrassed that I don't know my numbers. I don't have to be embarrassed that I don't understand my, my profit and loss, you know, she, she'll help me and she won't make me feel like an idiot. Uh, yeah, because why? Why do you have to know that? You know, you're not. That's not your area of expertise. Do your you do your your area of genius, and let her help you in the one that isn't. Well, um, that I have that I have trouble, and even within our own company. And I came into this show knowing that I wanted to be very transparent, not just about the triumphs, but also the struggles. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we struggled with early on was this concept that occurs in pretty much all of our projects where the client doesn't know what he or she is getting in the project. 
Um, you know, we could develop all these things out and it's great. But at the end of the process, the client was like, what do I do with this? So we really worked in an education component over the years. Yeah. And I, I think, but that has been a struggle. I have to admit about that. It's a struggle. Um, I think your struggle was that a lot of people see the technology, they get overwhelmed, they shut off. You know, it's not that you didn't want to educate them. It's just that they, they get overwhelmed and they don't want to deal with it, period. But they mm -hmm. develop services for the people who want the benefits, but don't necessarily want to do the work so they can hire you guys for an hour and get some of the benefits of that, of that work without having to understand it. And that's yeah. meeting people where they're at, you know? As long as they understand that that time where we're developing something custom and any business, if they're doing something outside of the box, right. it'll end up costing more. That's just the nature of it. Well, yeah, but your prices are, you know, your prices are great and you can, you give your clients the option of a little extra work, right? And everybody won't do that. They don't want to be bothered, you know, for an hour or two here or there. They want either big projects or nothing at all, you know? So, and part of, I think part of your sense of purpose is yes, you help the big companies, but you don't forget about your clients who are solopreneurs who need a little bit. We can't. And that ties back to my purpose in that we grew very slowly, but surely and in the early years, we struggled significantly, especially not having a business degree. Reminder, my business degree is in history. I went for a history degree in Ramapo, which really translates to when I got out of college, I realized it was like, hi, would you like to buy some coffee with that? That's basically what <laughs> sort of job that I could get with a history degree. But I, I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. But certainly early on, the struggles are there. And I think that that, that time that I can emotionally end I'd say uh, from, from a rational standpoint, empathize with and understand how, what it took in order to get out of that particular yeah. time in my life. That's what I want to give back. And that's what we put in our education pieces, that heart, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I do some of that myself. I have companies that you know want to go to several million dollars. And I have companies who they're starting up and they need a little bit. So um, we do a little bit. You know, so it's it's interesting. It's really interesting. Get the help that you need. Don't you don't feel like you have to figure out all those other things. And when you get when you get really busy, um, look at the other look at the processes, look at the team building that you can do so that you can stay in your area of genius and not be stuck. Um, just managing your business where you lose all the fun and you lose your sense of passion. And suddenly what you were so excited about doesn't feel so great anymore. There's the story of Socrates, uh, I believe Plato's allegory of the cave, which Socrates told to him, where if you can imagine this studio audience in the millions of a person in a deep, dark cave that is sitting facing a cave wall. No sunlight, no nothing. They're just sitting in a chair. And someone behind them is using a light to create shadows on the wall. Mm -hmm. The person that is looking at the wall and not turning around right. only sees reality as what is being presented to him or her, whatever is on the wall. Right. It takes the qualified teacher in any area not just economics, business, but also philosophy, history, um, all these things. They, they enrich our lives. But 
let the person know, guide the person out of the cave into the sunlight. But it is a process. That person is not necessarily going to trust the teacher right away. Mm-hmm. It takes time for them to get to the cave entrance and realize. And sometimes that could take days, weeks, months, years. Yeah. Very well done. Um, yeah, I think it does take some time and patience. But I guess I hear you, Tom, and that's by the same token. I feel like when I have a business client, I got to move fast. Because, oh, yeah, because revenue has to happen fast. Once the cash flow is coming in, then we can take um, a little more time developing systems, building a team, empowering a team. Um, so then the, then the business owner doesn't have to work quite so hard and get some of their passion back. Um, because right. Too many business owners get what they want. They get busy and then they can't sleep at night because their head is spinning. Um, right. You know, so that there are definitely ways to handle that. And if you um, listeners, if you don't know your purpose and you want to make decisions about what kind of work or volunteer work or retirement things you want to do, there's a simple, there's a process simple because I got, it was a, it took some training, but um, it's not very time consuming. It's called purpose hunting. And ask me about, it's a one-time thing at like two sessions. Um, because when you meet yourself at that level, I'm going to sound a little life coachy right now. I apologize for that. But when you really get to know your insides and how, what you wired to the impact you're wired to give in the world, it's beautiful. Like you'll never feel as confident as you're going to feel in this session. And then when you put that into your life, your, your, the activities energize you. You might be serving somebody. You might be doing a volunteer job and you come home totally psyched. Whereas if you have a mismatch with a, volunteer, a different type of volunteer work, you'll come home tired and it's okay. But the other one you've been talking about, you know, for days. Right. That's the energy. Yeah. So it should, when you do things that are part of your purpose, you, you're serving, usually serving somebody else and you're serving yourself at the same time. It's really inspiring to both of you. That's why it's so beautiful. And I would say that it definitely involves trust. If your purpose is aligned with someone or something, yeah. something even greater than us that we can trust, you can trust. It will make all the difference in okay. further driving your purpose, not just to the finish line, but to the party afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes, um, it makes life fun. It makes life, it makes work enjoyable. It makes it energizing. It's the kind of thing you would do even if you weren't getting paid. So while you're working your job, maybe your job stinks. You know, nothing mm-hmm. is exciting about your job. It drains you so much. But then you say, all right, for two hours a week, I'm going to do volunteer work that really does it for me. That really yeah. makes me feel amazing. And that will help you with the other parts of your life. And if you're thinking about retiring, hey, you get a third act is free. You get to recreate whatever you want. And that's, that's really exciting. So go, in, go into your third act knowing what your purpose is and picking things. There's thousands of things you can do retire nowadays. Pick one or two things that will totally get you excited, make you feel feel impact, legacy, and energized. Rather mm-hmm. than just playing, you know, golf and marjan because everybody else is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I had a client golf and mahjong. I want Can you imagine trying to golf while playing mahjong? <laughs> It'd be impossible. And Clive called me one day. She won purpose coaching because she retired. And she's like, 
I don't play Mahjong. I got to do something mm-hmm. else. I was like, that's a perfect metaphor. That's a perfect metaphor for I want more. I'll tell you, you know, what's great about this podcast is we can bounce <laughs> different things back and forth. And and since you've come on to the podcast, it's been a lot less pressure on me. I hope I'm not slacking too much, but I'm just <laughs> talking about this, that, and the other and everything. But I uh, I definitely appreciate the topics. Actually, not for nothing. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to, um, I think it was yesterday's podcast, but I got to mention something before we hop on off the air. Mm-hmm. There is a show on Showtime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am so psyched. So psyched about this movie. Now, just as a, a, a deep psychological background, and I was pondering upon this before, is, um, and I'm not saying this in terms of tragedy. I'm saying this in terms of real. This is what is going on. So I lost my dad when I was 12 years old. It was a terrible car accident that happened. And obviously, we all mourned. I mourned. And, um, you know, I think that healthy wise, I think I got out of it somewhat emotionally centered. Thank God for that. But on the flip side, there's certain things that are missing from my development that I really have to learn and really study people around me. And sometimes what I do is I take on, um, let's just say, temporary superheroes, if you will, mm-hmm. and I'll associate certain movies uh, and certain scenes within the movie uh, to something that I can relate to. There's a really cool scene in, in the movie Man of Steel where um, basically he's talking with Kal-El and he's like, well, what should I do? And Kal-El is like, well, you know, you got to be Superman. <laughs> and uh, I was like, all right, that's cool. I could definitely relate to that, that sort of thing. But I got totally into a new Showtime series over the last few days called Super Pumped. Would you like to know what it's about? Yes, but spell that last word, super punked, P-U-N-K. Pumped, uh, pumped like uh, pumping up a tire. Oh, pumped, okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pump up the jam, pump it up while your feet are, that one. Okay. Okay, all right. So you obviously can hear that I talk very fast and sometimes I get really excited about stuff and so on and so forth, right? The person that portrays the character on this particular series. And again, it's called super pumped the battle for Uber. It's on showtime. If you are an entrepreneur like me, like Irene, and I mentioned this on the show yesterday, you gotta watch this show because especially the first few episodes, Joseph Gordon Levitt, the lead character plays the entrepreneur role perfectly. He operates at a very fast pace. He passionately describes his purpose mm-hmm. and the company's purpose. Good. Uber. Mm-hmm. To a T. And he also, and this is just my thing, likes to win a lot. <laughs> so if you like winning a lot and you like purpose and you like to really make it happen and sometimes you like to really go fast pace and get super pumped – you got to watch one or two of these episodes because I assure you, you're going to come out of it saying, you know what? Let's take on not just this day, but the next seven days in a row with a little bit of sleep in between. So I am super pumped. <laughs> I never would have known that, you know, based on, oh. the- you know, so he right. had me at hello. Figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, but um, yeah. And, you know, bottom line, what we're talking about here is purpose purpose so um life to life 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, that's the end of this week's Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. Just a reminder, uh, at 6 o'clock, I'll be visiting my buddy Mike Kluger, and we're going to be doing the MT Vessels podcast. And that's a completely separate series on consuming the right type of foods, uh, you know, organic if possible, but also just really good, tasty food and consuming the right things in life. Um, and we hope to see you next week. Or Actually, you could just listen in. You don't have to see us. We're on here. Why not? Yeah. On the Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. Irene, thanks for being here as always. Thank you, Tom. Bye, everybody. Bye.